0: Hey guys, welcome to episode 5 of the Grow Your Own Food podcast. I'm your host, Shauna Smith, and today we're talking about soil pH. Now, if you hear the word soil pH and you're like, what the heck does that mean? This episode is for you. A lot of beginning gardeners and a lot of people who are maybe like have been gardening for a while don't realize that soil pH is an important part of maintaining your soil health and getting the most out of your soil for your plants. So, we're going to be diving into that today, but first, a word from our sponsor. So, what the heck is soil pH? Do you remember that old secret deodorant tagline, strong enough for a man, pH balanced for a woman? Basically, it's implying that what works well for dudes in the armpit department might not work so well for the ladies. And the same is true for plants. Plants like their soil in different ways. So some plants like soil that's more acidic and some plants like soil that's more alkaline. The pH level of soil is a measure of acidity. And the pH scale goes from zero, which is ultra super acidic, to 14, which is ultra super alkaline. A neutral pH is what most plants prefer. And so neutral is right in the middle of that pH scale at 7.0. Most plants can actually kind of live really well in anything between 6.0 and 7.0 on the pH range. That's for the purposes of gardening. Neutral soil is anything in that range. And a lot of plants can even deal with a pH in the 5.5 range. But there are some plants, like blueberries, that love acidic soil. So they like things that are more in the 4.5 or 5.0 range. Potatoes also seem to like more acidic soil, kind of in the 4.8 to 5.5 range. And a lower soil pH level will actually keep them from developing scab, a bacterial disease that looks as good as it sounds, honestly. On the opposite end of the spectrum, carrots actually like a more alkaline soil at 7.5. So different plants like different things when it comes to soil pH. Now, what affects soil pH? Weather is a big one. Warm, humid weather will tend to decrease soil pH over time, making it more acidic because the high amount of rain will wash the nutrients out of the soil. And all those nutrients kind of help to keep the pH level balanced. The type of soil is another big factor. So, in my previous episode, episode four, we talked about the different kinds of soil. Clay soils are actually slower to decrease in pH levels because they hold on to moisture more readily, and therefore their nutrients don't leach out as quickly. Sandy soils, though, have less of a buffer and they'll turn acidic much more quickly. Compost is something that a lot of gardeners add to their soil, whether it's clay soil, sandy soil, any kind of soil really, because soil needs its nutrients replenished at regular intervals. And compost can have different levels of acidity as well, because it's made of so many materials. So if it has a lot of organic material in it that's acidic, like lemon peels, for instance, it will be more acidic, and vice versa. If it has more materials in it that are alkaline, it will end up being a more alkaline compost. And then of course there's the things that you add to it. So you can change your soil pH by adding one of the following things, minerals or organic materials. So adding minerals is often the fastest and easiest way to alter your soil pH. It's not gonna happen overnight when I say it's the fastest but it will be faster than composting organic matter. The addition of powdered limestone, for example, to your soil will make it more alkaline. In other words, it will give it a higher pH, but sprinkling aluminum sulfate or ground sulfur on your soil and mixing it in will make it more acidic and give it a lower pH. If this sounds kind of like dumping a bunch of chemicals into your soil, it kind of is like, A lawn care guy once told me minerals come from the ground, so they're natural. I was kind of like, okay, but that's not the same thing as, like, compost, right? Compost, in other words, organic materials, are slower to change soil pH, but they're probably going to give you a more warm and fuzzy feeling than dumping a bunch of minerals on your soil do. There are some faster-acting ones, though. Um, Adding wood ash will make your soil more alkaline, and it does break down as fast. You just have to be careful not to add too much. Doing so is going to throw off the balance with the rest of the nutrients. And you can also add things like pine needles, peat moss, oak leaves, um, that's live oak leaves, and sawdust to the soil. And all of those things, any of those things, are going to make it more acidic. But it's going to take time for those things to break down. It's going to take a longer amount of time than it would for wood ash to break down because wood ash has already been like burned, so it doesn't have a whole lot of decomposition to go through and like release its nutrients into the soil. Adding anything into the soil to adjust the soil pH is best done in the fall. So that way it has. All of the cold season so like the rest of fall the winter and the really early spring before you plant anything to kind of break down and have a chance to work on the soil and change its pH level. So how do you find out what your soil pH level is? Well you can find out the old-fashioned way by sending a soil sample to your local Extension office to have it tested. This way takes longer and some places charge maybe, I don't know, like $5 per soil sample. But you'll also learn what available nutrients are in your soil, so you'll get a hint about its fertility and how good of a job you're doing um, when it comes to adding additional nutrients to the soil. If you're the instant gratification type, and let's face it, pretty much all of us are in this day and age, there are dozens of kits and tools that you can use at home to measure pH. pH. I have a digital soil analysis tool that I got off of Amazon. I think it was like, I don't know, 12.99 or something that has worked pretty well for me so far. It's interesting cause you know, I, I used it and it said that my pH level was slightly above 7.0. So a little more on the alkaline side, nothing too worrisome, but still something I might wanna take care of. I ended up sending soil samples in anyway Just to get um, a better idea of the nutrient levels in my soil and their test came out pretty much exactly the same. That the soil pH in my beds ranged anywhere from slightly alkaline like 7.2 to a little bit more alkaline 7.5. So these tools and these kits that you can order for yourself tend to work pretty well. So that's it. For today um, in terms of soil pH again anything that you're planning on planting make sure that you pay attention and kind of take the opportunity to look up what that plant's preferred pH level is and then amend your soil accordingly by adding organic matter or if you'd like to adding minerals to the soil to change its pH level whether it's making it more acidic or more alkaline. It's going to make that plant more productive, more successful, and it's going to bear fruit a lot better than if you didn't. So thank you for listening. If you liked this episode or you found it enlightening or useful, I would love if you would take a second to review. Otherwise, I will catch you guys later in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Grow Your Own Food Podcast. Visit beeandbasil.com for helpful how-to articles, images, and recipes.